This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Here we go! Hey everyone, welcome back to Schwab! Schwab! Schwabby Schwab! Hosted by uh, Phelan Porches and international splash tweet superstar Allison Pregler! Yeah, you're famous now. <laughs> I'm famous now for posting about <laughs> Daryl Hannah's butt on Disney mm. Plus! <laughs> tweeted about splash once. <laughs> tweeted about splash once and now i became too big for this podcast this will be my final podcast all right i'll continue it without you yeah continue the work that i started failing <laughs> maybe one day you two can become as big a deal as me <laughs> it's interesting because um all the charmed one's faces were covered by digital fur in this episode Oh, I didn't... Re oh, that was what was off. I mm. thought there was something. I'm not as eagle-eyed now that it's my eyes are filled with stars. <laughs> uh, I did want to mention some stuff before we get into the episode. Um, if you guys would like to hear the full Carman theme, <laughs> uh, it's finally been released uh, by Peter. You can find it at soundcloud.com slash peter-hunter. Pretty good. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> He's got to put up the Swan Man version, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, we also got some Carman fan art. Some more Carman fan uh, art this week. <laughs> also amazing. <laughs> um, really there's another cool. one. Yeah, it was awesome. By um at Spear H-A-F-O-C underscore. I'm not really sure. I hear Hafik. Uh, Spear Hafik. Something like that. Pretty good. I like everyone's different interpretations. Like he's, some of them he looks pretty good, like professional, and other ones he's in more of a shambles. Mm -hmm. This one he's kind of a, a transformer type. Yeah, the multiple eras of Carman. You know, you the golden era and the Bronze Age and all that. <laughs> oh, okay. Is it like Transformers? You have like G four, G one, G whatever. <laughs> I was thinking of like the ages of the comics, you know, Silver Age and all that. Oh, I see. <laughs> this version will be called Shit Piece. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, I wanted to mention too, uh, Patreon supporter and friend of the show Vinny at this is his Twitter handle. Okay, queered up guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, he did a, a Schwab bingo card. Did you see that, Phelan? Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, we got such selections as uh, Phoebe voice, not to mention Buffy, but <laughs> complaint about how Maggie is the worst. Inquiry about <laughs> Jordan's girlfriend. Thanks, Parker Definitely Bomber. Definitely won't be saying anything bad about Maggie in this No, one. nothing. Vagina lightning. Jordan <laughs> is a creep. <laughs> <laughs> I am so bored. <laughs> Calling Julian Jesse. 
pretty good. Lots of great ones. Uh, yeah, I'll have to link to these uh, these different things uh, on Twitter when I post about this episode. Tonight we watch season two, episode eighteen. Don't look back in anger. This is the penultimate season two episode. We only got one more before coronavirus demon shut him down. This one was directed by Rupert Evans. Oh. Do you realize that when we're watching it? No. His uh his distinct directorial style. <laughs> it was fine. Realize. I think like he had some some good shots in there. Like it was, it was competently done. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have to cut this thing out of your head. I beg your pardon. Uh yeah, what did you what did you think of this episode before we jump into it? Do you have any feelings before we start? I didn't think it was one of the worst <laughs> or anything. Uh a lot of it kind of seemed pointless i feel like we i guess got somewhere by the end of it with at least harry and macy but i feel like it's very confused in its execution of some of these ideas especially the maggie and her dad plot line uh a lot of retroactive continuity and i'm not a big fan of that no i don't know if it added anything great to it uh, it, it didn't and it, it's another we met so and so before we met so and so backstory which are usually bad <laughs> they it's, did uh they, they did abort the uh the amnesia plot line very quickly and i'm not sure what the point of it was i, I mean i'm glad know. it was not a prolonged thing but why did it happen i don't know just to i guess just looking at this episode, it seems like even without his memory, I guess Harry's going to eventually do the right thing and try and help Macy is the only thing I really got out of it. <laughs> they should have called this um, when Harry met Macy. Yeah, again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I guess like love, their love transcends... <laughs> memories or something if only the rest of the season had reflected any of this i'm really <laughs> glad it wasn't just like abigail convinces harry they were married or together or something and then dumb shit happens because i yeah. thought that was the direction it was going in i didn't see her name so when you mentioned that i, like, I don't think she's showing up <laughs> well i didn't think for this episode i thought he was going to take off and oh. then in the next one they were going to set something up yeah, but when he tried to take off, he's looking at a picture of him and Macy. He's like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> he turned into, like, Keanu Reeves and Bill yeah, and Ted. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Whoa, okay, well. <laughs> I know Macy. <laughs> Whoa. Macy, that I... I'm back. <laughs> Let it be known that I'm a plain-faced villain. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Something strange is afoot in charm. Okay, well let's uh, let's jump into the episode. Um, quite a bit happens. So th at the very beginning, uh, we get some clarification what Harry actually remembers. Um, it seems like everything up until he became a white lighter is what he remembers. So he thinks that his name's James, whatever his full name is supposed to be. Um, yeah, got reset to Jimmy James. Yeah. It also gives him a different accent. Yeah. I don't know if this, like, sort of cockneys him up. It doesn't it, seem like real strong cockney, but... 
Yeah, I know it did seem like he's talking a little bit differently. So when he became a white lighter, did he just, was this just an affectation that he's, does he normally just like, hello, <laughs> it's me, Harry. Now um, I've become, <laughs> it's me, Jimmy, but now I'm Harry. <laughs> <laughs> or did they just wipe out his old accent so he didn't remember that he had that accent? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he's been a poser this whole time. He they might have shown like what he sounded like when they had the flashbacks initially to what he was like. I don't remember if he was doing this accent before. I mean, it's been enough years. His accent could have changed over the years. But... Yeah, and he didn't have to live in uh, old-timey England. Yeah. <laughs> so the girls are asking him like uh, what he might remember. Is there anything that you kind of remember? And he mentions uh, something about a 40-stone parasite. Well, he doesn't really know exactly what that means. They don't know what it means. Uh, he tries to leave, but they force field him in. He's a mm -hmm. hostage now. <laughs> yeah. Um, normally, that would seem more sinister, I guess. But he is someone running around who doesn't have half his brain working. <laughs> I suppose in this case, it's probably he's best. Become a, he's become a showrunner on this show. Half his brain isn't working. <laughs> I'm gonna run off and write some more episodes. I got some great ideas. Wait, it should be all about the white characters. <laughs> it should be all about retroactive continuity and things not adding up. <laughs> yeah, hmm, not seamless. Macy remembers a, a spell in the Book of Elders that might help in this situation, help unlock some memories. Uh, so she's going to have a, a separate plot again, of course, hanging with Harry while the other two go to find out stuff about the faction. So uh, she's hanging out with him while he runs into the force field like an idiot. He just keeps running into it. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy's not the brightest. <laughs> That's why he was a criminal, mm -hmm. <laughs> getting into criminal activities. <laughs> So uh, Macy doesn't want to admit what they were like. They're sort of like, well, what were we? And, uh, we were a team uh, as if she didn't give him that big speech about how she loved him. <laughs> yeah. And Jimmy also is kind of like, oh, but, you know, the fact he's asking coyly, like he doesn't know their relationship, even though she told him she loved him. <laughs> That was the very last scene of the last episode. That's how she found out he had amnesia. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, clearly he must know, too, that there is more going on than we were a team. He, why does he need to ask? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It kind of reminds me of, not to mention Angel, but um, <laughs> <laughs> do you remember they had an amnesia plot in that, which was really bad, um, where Cordelia gets amnesia? Yeah. And then, like, they were about to get together before this happened, and then she gets amnesia, and then, like, uh, Angel asks her if they were in love, and she's like, well, we were. <laughs> Walks away. <laughs> <sighs> Tragic. <laughs> this was kind of like that, except dumb. <laughs> it's kind of dumb on Angel, too. <laughs> it was dumb on Angel. <laughs> That's why long-form amnesia plot. I don't know. This one was fine because it was just one episode, but yeah. it had some things that didn't make a lot of sense. At least they ended it here. I can it handle a one-off amnesia thing more than I can handle a, a ongoing arc with it. Maybe he's like a goldfish. He immediately forgets what just happened, and so it's just <laughs> like a continuing amnesia. That's why he doesn't know that they were together <laughs> or that she loved him because she confessed it to him. <laughs> So she makes some sort of blue goo 
some memory goo to to rub on him and she seals him in the room with like a chest against the door like you're not running away i'm gonna put this shit on your forehead yeah um she's like, and she's like well, good i promise <laughs> she's like all right so this is gonna unlock some memories but it could give you some psychological damage if it's too traumatic. <laughs> we know that, that Harry has no traumatic memories, so this will no. be fine. <laughs> so let's take our 400th journey into Harry's mind. Can't get enough of that. He remembers any of the show and like, oh, no, no, <laughs> no. Why the hell did you do that? Did, we didn't need another journey into Harry's mind. They don't do it, but they're threatening it. How many times do we have people forcing their way into his mind <laughs> mm-hmm. for something? They flipped it on us, though, and we get a trip into Macy's past in her head for some reason. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she's singing, some... forget you! Oh, yeah, she had to do the cover version, the censored version, because they can't say fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like when she when she puts the goo on his forehead. Um... She says, release the blockage. <laughs> um, it kind of does like a Lion King, kind of spread the goop on the forehead. <laughs> Remember who you are. Remember who you are, Jimmy Jams. <laughs> That's when uh, Daryl's face appears in the sky. <laughs> Remember who I am. No. Who am I? That's fine. <laughs> Then I don't know. <laughs> Galvin appears beside him. Whoa, that is why. <laughs> oh my god, can we get a Daryl Galvin team up, please? If With they'd done these flashbacks, the <laughs> if they'd done these flashbacks, and then Macy's dad was played by Dorian Gregory, how great would that be? <laughs> Yo, Macy, whoa! Uh, I gotta call your mom for this one. <laughs> Macy, I'm a cop. I'm a cop. Why can't you be a cop like me? Oh man, you don't want to know. You don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, this would have been a good episode. There's a lot of forgetting, so yeah, no one would have well, known. Perfect we were, time for yeah. Dorian Gregory. <laughs> we were robbed of Dorian Gregory. If you're gonna get anyone from the original series in, yeah. get, get us some Daryl. It's Daryl's <laughs> daughter. That's what it is. <laughs> She is Macy Morris. <laughs> uh, okay, so this, uh, trying to unlock his memories, throws her across the room. Uh, she ends up touching her own forehead and locking her memories. Uh, that's when she's singing the cover, which is apparently a traumatic memory that she's singing uh, some CeeLo Green there. <laughs> Forget you always makes me think the TV version of Scream, where, <laughs> where Sydney goes like, Forget you! And he goes, No, no, we already played that game. <laughs> The forget you game. Who are you? I was just thinking about that police squad. Like, oh, forget it. Nobody says forget it to me. <laughs> we get um past Macy with braids. Yeah, she had the dreads back then. Yeah, I liked the braids. I think I think she looks better with the braids. <laughs> I liked them. She's not quite acting like the wallflower we thought she was. Um, she's singing in front of a crowd at a bar, uh, having a good old time. Uh, meanwhile, in the real world, she's just passed out on the floor. <laughs> and Harry's yeah. like, I can't go to prison again! <laughs> Takes her wallet and runs out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
it's it's hard to tell what's going on at first too because it's like where is she is this like some alternate universe dumb thing like and no it's just the past at first yeah i figured because the song that she was singing and the different hair it was supposed to be a little bit in the past mm-hmm. but yeah there was some parts where when it wasn't adding up i'm like is it just like this isn't real actually like until i guess it was but some of it i was like what why would this happen yeah i wasn't really sure until she got home and her dad was there and she's like i stop drinking and being bad she's like, oh i'm a cop <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to know i don't want to know <laughs> yeah when harry takes off he takes her wallet and he's about to to leave but um he sees a picture of all of them together oh so he decides to come back Back to Braid Macy. Uh, this guy at the bar is uh, creeping on her. It's someone that she knows. I don't know, from school or something. He smacks her ass. She gets mad about it. Accidentally sets his shirt on fire with her demon <laughs> powers. She should have set his ass on fire. Yeah, that would have been better. <laughs> if that was her first inkling she has powers, she sets the guy's ass on fire. Yeah. It's, whoa, my butt's on fire! <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, forget you! <laughs> the thing that threw me off too was it looked like it was a safe place she was singing. It probably in. was that just it probably was. Yeah, it probably was, but I thought it was like, why is she in safe space singing at the bar? <laughs> That's why I thought it was in a, an alternate universe or weird, not real thing first. Mm. What did you think of Madeline, uh, Madeline Mantock's singing voice? Uh, it's fine, I guess. It's more just laughing at the forget you lyrics <laughs> <laughs> what what are the i know i've heard the the forget you version of it before what do they say when they're saying the n-word because they change that too right how do they change like gold digger to rhyming with something else that's not that i don't know hmm. <laughs> Jur- <laughs> jury rigger <laughs> jury rigger <laughs> Yeah, so this is her first inkling that she has uh, demon powers. So she goes home, her dad's yelling at her, and it's actually the guy who was, uh, not to mention Buffy, but uh, put it on your bingo card, (laughs) the guy who played Riley's uh, best friend in season four, who gets turned into a demon Frankenstein of sorts. Yeah. Uh, He was also uh, Hawkins on, uh, on Heroes. It seems weird that he's playing her dad, but I mean, I guess those things happened a while ago, so he'd be old enough to be the dad of... Uh, what is she supposed to be like late teens early 20s something like that yeah i'm I'm guessing she's supposed to be a teen here otherwise it'd be a little weird if she is in her 20s and he's still you're up drinking (laughs) (laughs) i guess yeah well he's mad uh because she's going out drinking a lot and not like focusing on one thing in her studies he thinks she's just kind of pissing her life away i guess Mm. she tells him about the fire coming out of her hands and he's like uh it sounds like you were drinking a lot anyway why don't you lay down i'm gonna go make a call don't listen in (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's happening the thing we feared it's happening now get the macy emergency kit (laughs) hey (laughs) You know that new daughter you were looking for? Well, listen to this! Okay, don't listen to that. Can you sing the Forget You song again, Macy? 
I don't wanna know. <laughs> Yeah, so he's talking to her mom back with uh, Harry. Um, he hears uh, Macy's cell phone go off and he doesn't know what a phone is or not that kind of phone. So he's kind of fumbling with it like, uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> which was kind of funny. Yeah, it makes sense if he's supposed to be a guy. I guess he'd be out of time if he has none of his memories past Jimmy. Yeah, this is the kind of amnesia stuff I'm fine with. It's not just, like, pointless drama for the sake of drama. Mm. It's like, oh, all right, I guess he is kind of like, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's Jordan who's calling uh, because of a thing with Maggie that happens uh, in their plot. And uh, he hears uh, Harry freaking out. He's like, there's a woman on the floor. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Help me out. <laughs> um, so... I don't know what the accent turned into there. <laughs> Jordan's like, I'll be right there. And he lets himself borrow his first aid kit. I was really surprised. The legendary first aid kit comes into play. <laughs> and he's like, if you see any spit, leave it on the floor. I'm going to take it. <laughs> I need to <laughs> retribution. <laughs> so he shows out to help out. Uh, Macy's not breathing. And Harry doesn't remember how to heal. So uh, Jordan's uh, trying to resuscitate her. And as Jordan's doing this, he's currently giving her CPR, but mm. also notices a cut behind Harry's ear. I don't know how he noticed this. And he's like, uh, yeah, uh, well, you see that cut behind your ear? It's probably the faction. They probably implanted something uh, and then we need to cut it out. And like, He jumps to a lot of conclusions yeah. here. <laughs> he's super competent all of a sudden. It's like, yeah, Jordan, he, he can do all these things now. I mean, like, the last time we saw uh, Harry, he was in that tube, and they sh they shoved it through the portal and blasted it open. The glass could have cut him behind the ear. Like, they get lots of different cuts, mm -hmm. uh, like, just fighting things. So I don't know why automatically he jumps to, they implanted something, and we need to cut it out, and this will help somehow. <laughs> yeah, it is a bit of a stretch. Well, simultaneously but... doing CPR, it's like a million things happening all at once with Jordan, <laughs> Detective Jordan here. At least, uh, if he's going to be hyper-competent, it validates his existence rather than being creeper who never gets properly reprimanded for being a creep. Jordan, like, he, um, he was the guy who, like, saved the day in all of these plots, basically. Like, he was involved with, like, the Maggie thing, and he's involved with this, and, like, he's the only one, like, accomplishing real things in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Harry and Macy kind of do by the end. Yeah, he, I, this whole, like, all of a sudden, he's, like, super competent, and he can do everything, too. Like, studies law, does the boxing, does medical stuff. He's every profession that they need him to be at whatever moment. Yeah. How did he have time to do all of this? Yeah, I mean, he's going to turn into a big Gary Stew and save yeah. the day all the time. And he's sensitive. <laughs> Take out that first aid kit. Yes. <laughs> We didn't know until we were looking this up uh, the other the other day. Uh, I was trying to find a, a good thumbnail picture for um for the last episode that we did, and I didn't know that Jordan Donica, who plays Jordan, <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't know that he did like Broadway stuff and like 
actually has talent. <laughs> He's in they, productions of Hamilton, even. They hit it well for a while. It's so sad, right? <laughs> like, they do have talented people on this cast. I think we probably don't give them enough credit, but I feel like this show does them a big disservice a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. They have to show it yeah. sometimes, I think. But yeah, sometimes they're saddled with some pretty awful dialogue. But um, I'm glad that Jordan is becoming more tolerable. I do think they need to address some things with him rather than just brushing that off. The fact yeah. that his girlfriend's not addressed at all. The fact that he's been a major yeah. asshole in a lot of uh, a lot of episodes. So I think they need to address this. Mm-hmm. As he's like reviving Macy, you think he's like, "Oh man, I almost hit her that one time. <laughs> I really fucking hated her guts." Yeah. So. Their house is still hidden. Like, did they give Jordan, like, the magic key so he can get to the house? Or is, is it just invisible until you walk up to the porch and then it's Yeah, not? I think there's probably been a bunch of people who walked over there and then ran into something invisible, like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like Star Trek Four. I think, when someone runs into the cloaked bird of prey sitting in the park. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? It's, it's gotta be exactly like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, apparently Jordan can get there. I, I guess I don't know why they wouldn't tell him how to get in there. Did <laughs> I mean Harry can't have told him. He didn't even remember any of this and like Jordan didn't know that he had amnesia until he was talking to him then, so <laughs> I don't know what was going on. Yeah. Uh okay, so back to uh Macy's flashbacks. Um his, her dad Shows up with her mom, hidden behind a curtain? Yeah, this is to get around that if she looks at Macy, she'll die or whatever. Yeah, apparently this... they can touch, because they, like, hold yeah. hands through the, like, sheets they have up. But, like, Macy tries to storm through and see her mother first, and she's like, No, no, don't do that again! I can't see you because of the necromancer or whatever, but it's just like... Why didn't stupid Marisol also put a magic barrier behind the curtain? Like, what an idiot. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's just life and death. I think a curtain's all we need for this. Yeah, just get a curtain. What what if, like, if she saw her silhouette, it still counted? What if she just saw a picture of her and it still counted? Oh, you looked at her. Yeah, she's really playing loose and fancy free with this. (laughs) What if she just died like this, and then, like, Mel and Maggie are, like, crying little babies because their mom died to go see their sister they didn't know about. And it's like, I thought a sheet would work. <laughs> She's like, this is the necromancer's rules. Can't can't see each other. Uh, you need to clamp down on these emotions. Bottle it in. Peace out. <laughs> yeah, this was so pointless. Like, I mean, it might have meant something if Macy'd remember, but I mean, as we're watching this, we're like, this didn't happen because this didn't make any sense with Macy's backstory. And then Harry flashes in behind the curtain and she's like, wipe her memory. And it's just like, what's the point of giving her a heartfelt speech about, you know, being your mother and these are your powers, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, take that away from her. Yeah, well, and how would any of it make sense when she's like, oh, I repressed my emotions because of this and they helped me or whatever. It's like, well, if you didn't remember it, then why would you 
remember their advice to repress your emotions and get a handle on this. Yeah. It doesn't really make any sense. No, if you don't remember it, you don't remember it. It doesn't help you in any way. It's gone. <laughs> it's, uh... <laughs> like... What a fucking asshole thing to do. Be like, uh, we told you all about this and then like we're going to wipe your mind. And the yeah. demon power thing doesn't make any sense either. I thought she started showing the demon powers because she was slowly starting to turn into a demon. That's why she couldn't, like, feel things and all that, like, back when the plot was that, like, they found out that Macy was part demon and she was becoming more demonic as they went along. Mm -hmm. Right? I thought that's how she developed her flame powers. I think so, yeah. No, I don't like this thing with Harry either. He shows up, like, they met, she met Harry before she met Harry. <laughs> and then, like, retroactively... They say at the end, oh, she must have wiped Harry's mind, too. And so he that's why he didn't remember it. And it's like, you guys are just guessing there. Why don't you ask him? Hey, Harry, do you remember this? But also, They're just assuming. It felt like a line to clunkily try and make it make sense with him, too. Because it's like, okay, clearly Harry hadn't met her either before the series. So we have to say Marisol also wiped his memory. And if she could just wipe his memory, why didn't she just... Why didn't they cut the middleman? Because she can't look memory. at Macy. Oh, it's just, it doesn't... It, it's stupid. But I mean, it was clearly a clunky line because they wrote this and they're like, wait a second. Why wouldn't Harry remember this? Okay, then Marisol wiped his memory too. <laughs> if they could do this the whole time, if Marisol or witches or whatever could just wipe memories, why? Like, I guess Harry could do it the whole time too. Why didn't they do that to Nico before when she was in danger? They had to like rewrite history. Because the elders are dicks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and like, especially I think they had some Marisol. reason why they couldn't do it, but... I don't know. I, th I think just... it was just they just wanted her out of their life entirely? I don't know. <laughs> just want they her out of her life entirely. Get Nico out of here. Like, oh, yeah, and, I mean, if Harry knew, and again, they just say that. They don't know that. They don't mm -hmm. ask Harry about it. He gives no indication that he doesn't remember that or anything. Like, they just guess. Well, besides everything he's ever done at the beginning. Nothing <laughs> makes sense if you think about what's happened in the past and what hasn't. I mean, um, I guess it makes sense, though, because Marisol seems like she'd roofie a bunch of people to cover up her stupid deeds. Yeah, but you can't just have the girls guess that's what happened and then no. say that it must be true because they guessed. Uh-huh. Like, they didn't, if he'd said, I don't remember, and then they said, like, oh, Marisol must have done that, or whatever, then it would be like, okay, that's an educated guess. But they just say that because the show needs you to think it's okay, and it makes sense. Because <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, he knew about the demon thing all along, he knew about all this other shit, and, like, yeah. endangered her by, like, not letting her remember, and all this other shit. Mm -hmm. It's just a bit unsavory to me. I don't like it. It's stupid. And also just because Marisol wipes everyone's minds, it means she risked her, her death and all this stuff to visit her behind a curtain for nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Macy, no you might die from this, but it's worth it because I'm going to wipe your memory and you won't remember it. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Macy will die. I think it's just Marisol because they had Is it that... just her? Yeah, because they had that uh, what-if thing with the source, and then she went to see her mom, and she immediately died. Mm. But either way, it just seems pointless if you're going to wipe her mind. Like, 
Yeah. What it, it like? Oh, just it was just supposed to be subconsciously. She knew that she had to repress her emotions. It just doesn't. I don't know how this works. It doesn't. <laughs> um. In the uh, present day, Jordan is attacking Harry with a butter knife. i'm gonna cut that thing out and like whoa buddy he's like Uh, do it for macy yeah he's got like the little thing on his uh at his work desk that says do it for her and then pictures of macy Macy. yeah (laughs) he's like oh you cut me up (laughs) yeah so uh he cuts it out from behind his ear which apparently makes him remember everything so what this was supposed to be a memory suppression device or something apparently yeah maybe i thought it was because they were like sucking out his powers or something it sucked out part of his essence or something i don't know I don't, I don't know what the point of taking his memory away was if they were just going to keep him in a tube and then take his powers till he died or whatever. Yeah, that is pointless. I mean, I guess just in case he got away, he wouldn't know what to do or be able to use his powers. Seems like there are better ways to do this. Probably. Uh, he heals Macy. Uh, and they try to orb out to help Mel and Maggie in their plot, but uh, he's like, "Oh, I must have a green poison of plot convenience." I can't yeah, go. <laughs> can't orb again. Can't do it. We can't enter their plot. <laughs> yeah, their that own. would require people to have to do things together. Uh, <laughs> I do. Like Mel and Maggie do. Wait, I, I like that. There's a long sequence. So after Harry, you know, is okay after Jordan cuts up his ear. <laughs> And he heals up Macy. They're like having this conversation. Jordan's just standing there behind them, kind of out of focus. Like, Like, I have nothing to add anymore. My part of the plot's over. (laughs) My job is done. My planet needs me. (laughs) But he doesn't even get to vanish. He just stands there awkwardly. Becomes a potted plant in the background. <laughs> Just expect Harry and Macy to turn and see him. Oh, are you still here? <laughs> they look like that meme of those like judgmental girls at a party. Like, <laughs> guys, I helped. Shut up. <laughs> no one likes you, Jordan. Uh, yeah, weren't you leaving? <laughs> <laughs> you can go hang out with Galvin. It's <laughs> basically replacement Galvin anyway. Uh, so let's talk about uh, Mel and Maggie's plot. That's not the end. Let's <laughs> not. All right. <laughs> so uh, Mel and Maggie are like, we got to find some stuff out about the faction. This is going to help out. Uh, and so Mel's like, oh, I've been talking to dad this whole time. Let's go talk to dad. He's got, he'll, he'll have some info. And Maggie's like pissed off about this, that, that uh, she's been talking to their dad uh, without talking to her. Uh, she starts zoning out. She starts like uh, freaking out and uh, blurring and all these like uh, her like point of view. Like she she can't stand up right, and she's like, "Oh, I think I'm dying." Mm-hmm. Uh, so so uh, Mel takes her to the bunker um, and uh, like to like help her out. And uh, she gets a text from their dad, and Maggie's like, "Oh, I'm feeling better from that whole dying thing. Sorry about that." <laughs> <laughs> and Mel's like, "Well." I guess this seems fine. Well, I'm going to go see dad. Uh, if you start dying again, uh, let me know. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> she th- like, <laughs> they reveal later that this is just, it's a panic attack. 
But they don't know that. Like, Maggie thinks that this is some magical poison or something or other, and, like, Mel doesn't really know what it is either. So she just thinks, oh, she's dying, but she said that she's better, so bye. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, it, it bothered me that they somehow managed to turn panic attacks into a selfish-seeming thing for Maggie. It's like, how did they make panic attacks seem selfish? <laughs> it's like, Maggie is having these because she's so upset that Mel is good with their dad now. Even, even though, though she's the one that wanted her to be good yeah, with her dad she before. The, she was the one complaining at Mel when she wasn't good with her dad, and it's like, oh, wait, now they're close, I'm mad. <laughs> yeah, a real Phoebe move, huh? Yeah. It's just like... I want the opposite of whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And it should be the opposite if we're doing this, because Maggie was the closer one with him, but they wanted to drop in some references finally to the fact that you no know, he wasn't her birth father in this episode but this is so clunky yeah the show's really bad about addressing things in the moment this seems like a oh shit we didn't address this then so it, it seems to come out of nowhere maggie's reaction to this when it should have happened like ages ago yeah it's like the show's been waiting ages to actually start this season mm-hmm I kind of, uh, well, I don't like where they go with the whole, like, with Maggie being selfish about it, but I, I do like the aspects of the story that she's having panic attacks. She doesn't remember having panic attacks before, and Jordan's neither helping her out. Neither do we. Yeah, we, neither do we. <laughs> but Jordan is helping her out with this, and he realizes what this is because of his medical experience. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's helping out. More competent Jordan. Doo-doo. <laughs> <laughs> well, he worked with, he mentions he worked with a lot of soldiers, too. And, like, so he's had a lot of experience with, like, PTSD, flashbacks, uh, panic attacks, stuff like that. And uh, she thinks, like, oh, this must be some magical poison or something. Like, no, this isn't it. No, because uh, I'm I'm stronger than that. I wouldn't want to have, I wouldn't have a panic attack. That's not me. And I, I do like that they address something somewhat real that she, she's, she's trying to yeah, place he, into this magic box. Yeah, he says like, you know, she's when she's saying, oh no, it's this magic thing, he's like, oh, that gives you all the symptoms of a panic attack. And he's <laughs> Which, like, I mean, it could have been something magic that kind of did that. They, it's possible. Could, <laughs> but, but, I mean, I did kind of like that too, and I like that he says like, you know, you're not weak just because you had the panic attack and stuff like that. It was nice that they addressed mental health a little bit in this and they weren't flippant about it either. Mm -hmm. It's just really poorly executed for the most part. Because <laughs> Yeah, well, the uh, the follow-up to it, why she's having the panic attacks, which isn't to dismiss, like, you could have a panic attack over anything, but mm -hmm. um, a lot of her issues in this episode seem very delayed and a little bit selfish. Yeah, it just comes off like she's really upset that Mel and her dad are getting along. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, and I don't like that Mel and her dad are just, like, super cool now. They seem, like, no. a little too chummy. It, it's way too much. I mean, you can't just get over something like him being a neglectful dad for all your life that quick. Yeah, it seems like they. it's just whatever they want for the episode is whoever's getting along with him at the moment. Yeah. And like, you know, there, we could have had a story about him eventually repairing his relationship with his daughters, but I mean, 
you can't just be like, oh, I showed up once, so now we're texting and it's all cool. <laughs> we're playing on, we're playing games together, mobile games. Uh, they they've had a little bit because um, he they had the thing when he showed up at that party and him and Mel have the plot together where they're kind of sorting out their issues. But it, again, it it shouldn't be this chummy, this mm-hmm. quick. Yeah. Or, you know, you could have them be like, oh, they, they get along now or they're kind of friendly. But to, to get to this point that they're like playing games together and all this other stuff, it just feels like a little too quick yeah. on that. Well, I mean, and part of Mel's issues with him, too, was she was more upset because of him being neglectful towards Maggie. Yeah. And like, he hasn't done anything to fix that. <laughs> That's true. The fact that Mel's acting like, what's the big deal? <laughs> like, maybe it's... maybe you know what the big deal is, because it used to be a big deal to you. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's been doing uh, some reconnaissance stuff, looking up stuff about the uh, the faction. Uh, so Mel shows up with her dad. Mel asks him about the 40 stones, parasite, whatever. Uh, and he figures out... Or maybe Maggie might have figured this out. Someone figures this out anyway. That uh, this is something that uh, Harry was misremembering or mishearing. Because they think uh, this 40 stones parasite thing is like something in Brazil. And they go there, but they come back and it wasn't. It was actually uh, Easton Power Site. (laughs) (laughs) Fort Easton Power Site. That's what it was. Fort Easton Power Site. Which is by a dam. So so they head over there. And uh, Mel and Ray are talking about, like, gaming. They're just like, yeah, we played that game together. Really fun. <laughs> We're cool. We're the best. Really lay it in. Isn't it great to be the best father-daughter combo ever? Right, Maggie? Huh? Huh? Right, Maggie? <laughs> Isn't it great how chummy we are? Look, here's some selfies we've taken together. <laughs> Speaking of selfies, time to be selfish. Ah, panic attack. <laughs> Yeah, she starts having a panic attack uh, just as they see some, like, guards by this dam. So, uh... This should be about me! (laughs) Yeah, this is a bad time to be getting into this. And Mel even says that. Like, she's like, this isn't the right time. Maggie's like, yes, it is! Mm -hmm. Um, They do some more retroactive continuity, though. Like, Ray's like, oh, you remember there's this doctor that used to visit for therapy and then used to have, like, panic attacks and stuff? Yeah, that's what that was all about. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. That's something at least you could say she was too young to remember and doesn't really, like, it doesn't drastically change the story of the show. So that one, I think, was all right. Yeah, except for the fact we've never seen Maggie have anything to do with a panic attack before. So if this is a recurring thing with her, it's kind of odd. Well, I mean, you could have repressed things that cause panic attacks. It doesn't necessarily have to be continuous through your life, I don't Mm -hmm. think. No, but I mean, he's just acting like it's been a continuous thing and it, we've never seen it. So it just kind of seems like that way. Well, he was saying it like this was something that she used to do as a kid. And that's why he was explaining it to her. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, but she's very pissed off about everything and she gets so pissed. She shoots purple out of her hands and makes the guards angry fight. <laughs> Yeah, it was like the hate plague at the end of Transformers. <laughs> Let the hate flow through you! <laughs> and she's like, wow, Maggie, you just got a new power. The power of hate. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Glad she gained the power of hate. She has to be the opposite of Phoebe, you see. Hate was yeah. her true power all along. <laughs> Don't ask Maggie. It's her new column. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mind your own business by yeah. Maggie Vera. <laughs> Just her on the billboard, like, flipping you off. I wouldn't have guessed that Maggie would be the one to get hate powers at the beginning of the show. I really would have thought it'd be Mel. Yeah, that seemed much more of a Mel thing. <laughs> really uh, subverted her expectations. <laughs> uh, so they break in. Um into this dam and uh some guy comes up to them he's like how'd you get in here uh oh you're for the you're here for the dam demo right (laughs) (laughs) uh i did like the line with ray where he's like yeah i heard a lot about this damn damn Uh, yeah (laughs) not impressed That's when they see Soundwave and they're making Energon cubes. Yeah. <laughs> Quick, use your hate powers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, they get taken to a secret area uh, that has a bunch of underwater pods. Dun dun dun. <sighs> Why do we keep getting scenes in Charmed of them finding pods with things in it? Like it's always shocking. I don't know. How many pod reveal scenes do we need in a season? Thinking there's going to be a bunch of Alice clones in all the pods. <laughs> bunch of Smallville Lana clones. Yeah. The extra pointless clones that you just blow up and you're like, I faked my death by blowing up my clone. Killing your clone still murder, Lana. Going to jail. Oh my god. Odo arrests her. Oh my god. I'm in need of a guilt remover spell. Uh, okay, so who who showed up? Was it the faction or was it just just another group? Uh, I don't know. It just seemed like Julian and his posse. Right. I is mean, Jesse. Led by Carman. <laughs> <laughs> Carman. He's like, uh, I noticed that I took de- the <laughs> detour down Villain Lane. <laughs> <laughs> You either die the hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. (laughs) And I didn't see this coming because I wasn't checking my rearview mirror. (laughs) I should have had my signal on so you would have known I was coming. (laughs) Put your emergency brake lights on because Carman's here. (laughs) Grind everything to a halt. Cause he's a common He's the villain now. <laughs> he's and teamed up with the Joker. You know the what's Woker. in those pods? Super fuel. And as long as the Decepticons don't steal it, I'll be the most powerful car man in the world. He's a car man and he's the villain now. With the walker, and he's got some evil parts. He's a car man, his powers are very vague. You never will defeat him unless his engine dies with age. Does this when the walker shows up and does the, the car dance? Yeah, it's like the bat dance, but <laughs> <laughs> um, Maggie says, Everyone knows the handsome billionaire is always the bad guy. <laughs> He goes, whoa, the mysterious Maggie. <laughs> he says, hello, losers. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to be here. You know what? I called it when his character first showed up. I said, no billionaire becomes that ethically. 
<laughs> I knew he was going to be a villain all along. <laughs> they portal out of there. And uh, he goes like, oh, Macy. He's <laughs> pretty <laughs> bummed out that they're going to go tell on him. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, you know what? Safe space isn't safe anymore. Uh, what are we going to call the next episode? <laughs> Unsafe space. Come on. And then Swan's going to be evil. <laughs> She's going to have been a spy for Carman the whole time. We have time. not seen her in forever. Did she die? <laughs> what happened? Did they, were they like, this character's embarrassing. We're not going to bring her back anymore. <laughs> Sick of this shit. Her and her gushers. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have any product placement, so she has no place here. Uh, get ready for the triple whammy wrap-up. <laughs> Just one after the other. Boo, boo, boo. So we get uh, all the girls together. Uh, Macy's pretty introspective about this whole thing. And she's got a cool robe on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she is not upset at Harry, which I thought she would be. I kind of didn't know what her emotion was supposed to be until she's just like, yeah, they really, he really helped me out. Maybe we were destined to be together. Him and, and mom helped me to protect me from myself. What, how great is this? I'm like, uh, I don't know. Maybe no. you should ask him if he remembers this before you, <laughs> you start being <laughs> I think thankful. she should be angry at Marisol again, too, for this. She's like, yeah. Wait, so she came and talked to me and like and took it away from me and then I thought, you no, know, my only the only thing she had about her mother was that she abandoned her and you no know, never got to speak to her before she died. So like Macy should have been kind of upset about this. <laughs> yeah, this should not be a a positive experience. <laughs> no. It's like they we're violated her mind and told her to repress her emotions and all this mm. other shit. Like, Maggie brings up to her dad, Ray, at one point, like, you know, it sucks that mom cheated on you and stuff. But, so it's like, I don't know, I feel like the show keeps admitting Marisol does horrible things, but then they're like, oh, she's pretty great, isn't she? <laughs> well, I mean, someone could do terrible things, but also do good things. But I don't think she this could, is a good but thing. She's nothing... <laughs> I just, I don't like that we acknowledge she does bad things and then ignore it, though, too. It's like, yeah, she does bad things. Anyway, she's like yeah. a saint. <laughs> Whatever happened to women supporting women, Phelan? <laughs> Was it the last episode or one before that where, yeah, Mel admitted to Abigail that her mom wasn't always so great. <laughs> she's done a lot yeah. of shitty things. Yeah. And then this episode, we're back to Marisol the Great. <laughs> Well, Marisol, they also talk about her cheating, so it's kind of both. Yeah, but that's kind of glanced over again. Yeah. I, I feel <laughs> like it, it would have helped if Macy had at least had some mixed feelings. You know, she doesn't have to be black or white, but I feel like they just keep acting like she was good when she's an elder and she was part of the dick brigade. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. We also get the uh, the Maggie wrap-up where she talks to her dad that you were talking about. They finally do address the fact that he didn't tell her that he knew uh, about her not being his biological daughter, which seems very late in the game to mention this. Mm -hmm. But it was nice that they did. 
he says like basically i didn't say it because it didn't matter to me like i love you no matter what and you yeah. know that was nice that was nice yeah it's like i wanted to neglect you just like i did my own flesh and blood daughter yeah. <laughs> <laughs> neglected you both just the same just the same <laughs> by the way how's nico who i remember for some reason <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, maybe Harry needed to talk to him about, like, keeping memories that are wiped, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know all about that. Yeah, they tried to wipe my memory. Never sticks. <laughs> uh, then we go to the Harry Macy wrap-up. Uh, Harry's standing out in their, uh, their hidden TARDIS backyard. <laughs> and uh, Macy comes out and starts just dancing because she has clarity! The dance of clarity! <laughs> yeah, she can see clearly now. Yeah. The stupid plot is gone. <laughs> and they dance together and finally get to the damn point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she goes, I love how you wipe my memory so I could repress my emotions for much of my adult life. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> um, Wiped memories for all! Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about I, I do like that they got to the point because i think they've been dragging their asses about this for like way too long but uh i don't know how i feel about them getting there with the um with the whole memory wipe thing mm -hmm. I, I don't i didn't feel like that was a super big deal about why they get together in the end i think yeah I, I mean at least they're not like pussyfooting around with abigail anymore Mm -hmm. so it was just, and, and it was pointless in the end it was pointless because they didn't even like break it off on screen it was just sort of like I guess that didn't work out anyway yeah really weird <laughs> thought it was gonna be like in a way I'm happy but I feel like there should have been a resolution at least in some way but yeah I, it's the it's that they don't give payoffs to even crappy storylines which it's good that we don't we're not doing that anymore because it's a crappy storyline, but you do need to give it some sort of finish or it's a waste of time, and that's what mm -hmm. the Abigail Harry thing was. Absolutely. So yeah, that was the end of the episode. Uh did you like it? Um <laughs> <laughs> not really. <laughs> um, I guess I liked that the amnesia thing ended. I liked Jordan being useful, sort of. <laughs> I like that we're finally moving on with the Harry Macy thing. I don't know why we need to explore that pointless backstory in her past, though. <laughs> that was useless. I feel like there's something with the Maggie storyline and her panic attacks, but they also seemed really selfish, which was an odd thing to do. Mm -hmm. Forgetting... Wait, leaving the Ray is not her bio dad till this long was a mistake. They needed to get that actor back and address that a lot quicker than they did. Mm -hmm. Maybe they were listening to some feedback. Maybe some people were like, hey, maybe talk about this a little bit. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but that's that might be giving them too much credit. I'm not sure they listen to feedback. but yeah. uh... like, And I, I feel like, you know... I feel like it should have just still been flip-flop, you know, that Maggie's still really tight with him, and Mel is maybe upset by it or something. Like, I don't I feel like it made no sense for Mel to be all buddy-buddy with her, eh? 
And also to not recognize how upset this was making Maggie or why it would be upsetting to her. It, ju it just seemed very... Yeah. Like, and that was her whole storyline in this arc, was the fact she was upset for her sister. <laughs> yeah. And now, like, she's fine. I think the show is steering in a better direction, because they're not, like, powerless, dinking around with stupid Abigail uh, mm -hmm. for, you know, ages and ages. This is It's only been, like, maybe five episodes that are worth a damn in this entire season. It's, it's just been dire. This episode I, I liked mostly... I liked that they addressed some stuff about uh, mental health. They did talk about uh, Maggie's issues with her dad. I don't like that they waited that long for it or the stuff with Mel like you were talking about. I like that with Harry and Macy, they got to the point because it was just... It, it wasn't good drama keeping them apart. It was all just like, why is this happening? Why are you dragging your feet about this? Like, it's just... It just seems like filler. Mm -hmm. or like he has to be really stupid with the abigail thing and it all felt kind of unsavory and gross and i just didn't i didn't like that in particular um yeah. the the hairy amnesia stuff did not really annoy me because it did seem to sort of serve a purpose here kind of re-exploring like how what macy means to him mm -hmm. um and they didn't prolong it i don't like the retroactive continuity stuff because that doesn't yeah. sit well with me I don't know why we had to say in any way that Maggie had panic attacks in the past, because just because you have a panic attack doesn't mean you always have them or anything like that. So it just seemed weird that we even had to add that she had them a lot as a kid. Yeah, maybe they're trying to say, you know, like it, it was bringing her back to that place that she was as a child uh, in her feelings She's... toward her dad. Even though she liked her dad when, yeah, when she, she was, was younger. Yeah, but she was good with him. She's the one who had, like, the fogged memory of him, like, viewing him as a better person than he was because Mel would cover for him sometimes. Yeah, I th yeah, that's very true. Um, She was talking about how part of the reason she was so upset in this episode was because people keep lying to her, thinking that she's not strong enough to stand up to this stuff. And, you know, the fact that he lied to protect her, Mel lied to protect her, everyone's lying to her and she just wants people to be straight and if we'd had a better story that told like that that people were not being upfront with her because they didn't think she's strong enough then it wouldn't have felt so awkward like they've done this through the whole season though uh -huh. that's why like they when have. they did the like they face their fears and then she sees a baby in the mirror or whatever because <laughs> yes. everyone's treating me like i'm a kid she's been doing that the entire season uh -huh. i think that's um it's a big issue that, like, this show throughout the season, um, consistently, uh, and throughout the season one, too, as well, but mostly through the season, it's been like, what are the girls afraid of? They are afraid, afraid of blank. And then they will state it multiple times in each episode. It's supposed to be a revelation, but it's always the same thing. Mm -hmm. And they're not, like, moving forward or exploring it in a different kind of way. Mm -hmm. If they had done this thing, uh, you know... At least Maggie talking to her dad is, is addressing something else within the show. It's not just the same stuff, but they do talk about these things a lot. They got to face their fears. What are their fears? This. And then the next episode, we got to face our fears. What is it? The same thing we talked about it, last episode. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's very repetitious. I mean, I guess another positive is I do kind of like the actor who plays their dad. He's kind of funny at times. But it's like... I like him. They need to 
come up with some better stories, I guess, and have him <laughs> like have something that makes more sense for him to have repaired his relationship with Mel. <laughs> yeah, he's uh he's at least doing something, um, and he is trying to make amends. So mm-hmm. it's going somewhere with it. It just is a little bit confused, like much of the season. Yeah. I just I don't think they brought up at all in this episode how neglectful he was, which was the whole storyline with him before. Yeah, I think they alluded to it a little bit, but it wasn't at the forefront. Yeah, it wasn't addressed much. Yeah, so overall, um what even happened last week? Did I like it better than last week? What was last <laughs> week's? Oh, search party. Well, I, I guess they're kind of on on even ground. I liked that last week's alright. It was going somewhere. It didn't feel super gross. Mm. Or boring. <laughs> <laughs> this episode, I don't think this episode felt boring either. So that's a plus that it wasn't boring. It's kind of sad how low the bar is, but... <laughs> yeah, I guess it w- I wouldn't say it's boring, but parts of it in the end are pointless. Like the flashback... Like, Some character stuff was fine. The overall plot of why they were doing whatever they were doing, it, it's again drawn out like a lot of the season, because really all it was plot-wise is they find Julian. They already knew Julian was the bad guy, but they find him at this like pod thing at the dams, and like finding pods with monsters and stuff isn't even new this season, so they didn't really accomplish anything there uh, other than, I guess, finding another hideout uh, that mm-hmm. they have. The only thing really that moved forward was the the harry macy storyline mm-hmm. yep yeah <laughs> anything else to note are we wrapping up <laughs> i think we're good <laughs> we're good okay enough pussy footing around dragging it out like charmed um if you guys enjoyed our uh, long rambling session um i'd appreciate it if you would like subscribe or review on whatever platform you're listening to this on uh, you can find us in audio form at anchor.fm under Charmed Hard with a Vengeance or Charmed Rewind. On YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash movie nights the series. Or you can watch Phelan stuff at youtube.com slash Phelus. Uh, you can support us on Patreon, uh, get early access to videos or um, polls or things like that. Uh, I'm at patreon.com slash movie nights. Phelan's at patreon.com slash Phelus. Thanks to Peter for editing for us and also for doing the Carman theme, which you can find on SoundCloud. <laughs> uh, you can find him on Twitter at Pretor Hunter. What hashtags? Mm. Hashtag when uh, Harry met Macy. Again. <laughs> yeah. Did we, did we say that before? No, I just mean because when they met each other again. <laughs> oh, hashtag when Harry met Macy again. I see. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Carman villain. <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hashtag. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag the hero Gotham needs. <laughs> hashtag Jordan. 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 <laughs> <laughs> hashtag George Robinks. <laughs> George Robinks. Alright guys, that's it. Uh, We'll see you Charmanders for the uh, premature season finale. This will be two weeks from now, I believe. Two weeks from now, the premature season finale of uh, Charmed. See you guys.